you know, I was sitting here thinking one of the things I think, I absolutely love the Christmas Eve service, and I think one of the reasons I love it is I love Christmas music. Any of you out there love Christmas music? Can, can I hear from you? Yeah? You love it? I, now, now, here's the deal. I'm going to have class participation in a minute. But I love all kinds of Christmas music, right? I love the, the video and the generations kind of talking because we have the whole way from White Christmas and Bing Crosby, and we have over here Jingle Bell Rock. And I love it all, but I'm curious in the room. How many of you would say I'm more of a White Christmas kind of Christmas music person? Raise your hand. Yeah. How many of you ever here like, I like Jingle Bell Rock. That's more my style, right? Yeah, right, all right. Y'all crazy up here. Love it all. Here's the deal. I love Christmas. I love it all because it kind of rings the Christmas season in. One of the sad things is tomorrow we stop playing it, right? I mean, the radio station stopped playing all that kind of stuff. But one of the things that made me do this Christmas, I don't know if you've ever done this or not, but, but this Christmas as I was listening to Christmas music, I wanted to listen to the Christmas music that we normally listen to with a discerning ear. I wanted to listen to it and begin listening to some of the songs that we sing to naturally ring in the Christmas season. And can I say something? I'm curious if you're with me. But can we just admit something? That some of the songs we sing at Christmas time are weird. Can I get anybody amen that? They just are, okay? And if you don't believe me, let's take for instance, there's nothing that says Christmas quite like the 12 days of Christmas, right? 12 Days of Christmas, that says, you ever listen to that song? On the, that guy had a bad Christmas, man. I'm just saying, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge and a pear. I don't know what you want tomorrow, but a bird and a fruit tree wouldn't come to my mind right away, right? And did you listen to the song? Keep listening. First seven days. First seven days, that dude got six different kinds of birds for Christmas, right? I mean, and then it gets weird, Right? Then it gets really, about day eight, my true love gave to me, you remember what it says? Eight what? Eight maids of milking, right? Which is a real bummer if you're lactose intolerant, amen, right? But can we just admit something tonight? I don't want to wreck your, can we just, about day nine, it gets really kind of out of hand. Because my true love is sitting up here as my wife, my true love's right here. And here's how the song goes. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Nine ladies dancing. I don't know. My wife ain't having that. I'm just going to tell you, all right? Then we got Lords of Leafing, right? We got Pipers Piping, Drummers. It sounds like a frat party broke out in a birdcage to me, right? I mean, it is a weird song. I was thinking to myself, like, uh, there's certain songs that kind of take you back to your childhood, right? You probably have them, Little Drummer Boy. Like One of them for me is the song, Do You Hear What I Hear, right? You familiar with that? Just shake your head like, you're with it. do you hear what I hear? Do you see what I see? All that kind of stuff. I mean, it kind of starts kind of interesting. It kind of starts weird, right? Said the night wind to the little lamb. Well, that's a little weird, right? But, but, but then it gets weirder, right? Right? Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy, right? Do you hear what I hear? You ever, like, stop and think about the songs we sing? It's like, maybe the little boy was out in the field too long. I don't know, right? Lamb's talking to me. And then, then, it doesn't stop. Then the little boy said to the what? The, the mighty king, right? Do you know what I know? There was a child, a child shivering in the cold. And then he gives a recommendation. Let us bring him what? Silver and what? And gold. That's kind of weird. What about a blanket, man? The kid's cold, right? And then, right, right? I'm not done. Then, then the mighty king says to the people everywhere, listen to what I say. Pray for what? Peace, people everywhere. 
And can we just be honest about something tonight? Can we just be honest for a few minutes that that line, pray for peace, people everywhere, sounds as odd as a little lamb talking to a shepherd boy? You see, we live in a culture and a world where people are frantically in search of peace. And a lot of people are saying, peace in the world, peace on earth. I need peace in my world. And some of you came in here tonight and you're like, there is anything but peace in my world. And our culture, right? Our culture, our world right now is on this frantic search for peace. And the reason is because we know something. You know something. I know something. We know something. And here's what we know. We know that there's something that all happy people have in common. They're all at peace. And it leads people to be on this frantic chase to get a hold of some peace. A lot of us are on this frantic chase, and we just think, if I could just have something, if I could have that what, finally I'll be at peace, then I'll be happy. Others of us were like, no, it's not a what, it's a where. And if I could just get to that place, if I could just get there, then I'll be at peace, then I'll be happy. Some of us are like, no, no, it's not that. It's like reaching a milestone in my life. When I get to graduation, when I get to marriage, when I get to retirement, I'll be at peace, then I'll be happy. A lot of us are on this futile, for some of us, futile chase for peace to find happiness. It reminds me of, of one of my favorite it crosses generations, but one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies, see if you can remember this, Charlie Brown. Raise your hand if you've ever seen Charlie Brown Christmas, right? Yeah, we've seen it, right? Can we just say this? Charlie Brown is a guy looking for peace, couldn't quite find it, right? Like nothing's going right. Christmas exasperates the whole thing when peace isn't there. And so Charlie Brown wants peace. He wants everything to go right. He wants everything to work out, and nothing is working out. On top of that, He's got all kinds of people around him to rob him of his peace, right? He's got Lucy bossing around, pig pen stinking things up. He's got snarky Snoopy in the background, right? So eventually, eventually even Charlie Brown begins to believe him. Maybe I am really a, what, blockhead. Eventually, in exasperation, he says, isn't there anybody who knows what Christmas is all about? Do you remember the scene? Stay with me. That moment in the movie, this little kid comes out holding his signature blanket. His name was Linus. And holding his signature blanket, which represented all the insecurities and fears in his life, Linus says, Charlie Brown, I know what Christmas is all about. And Linus quotes right from the book of Luke in the Bible. Do you remember what he said? He said, there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Lo, angel of the Lord came upon them. Glory of the Lord shone around about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, say these words out loud with me, fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. I want you to look here a second. Because something hit me that I had never seen before. I've seen that movie a dozen times. But something hit me that I had never seen before in that movie. I double dog dare you to go home and watch it and test me. The moment Linus stands up and begins quoting from the book of Luke chapter 2. And the very moment Linus says, fear not, something fascinating happens in the movie. Because the moment he says, fear not, he drops his blanket. He drops the blanket which signified all of his insecurity and his fear. You're saying, Dan, why? Why is that such a big deal? Well, the truth is, this Christmas Eve 2019, some of y'all came in with a blanket. 
Oh, maybe not a literal blanket, although if you do have your blanket, that's fine this evening. We're not, not going to criticize you for that. But you came in with a proverbial blanket. You're saying, Dan, help me understand what you mean. And some of you came in with a blanket because the blanket you carry, it follows you around like a shadow you can't shake. Everywhere you go, it follows you. You can't shake the shame and the regret of the things in your past. It's a blanket of guilt. Everywhere you go, there it is. And you are so afraid if people find out what you did, what you've been about, they're not going to love you, accept you. And everywhere you go, you carry a blanket. Others of you, it's not a blanket of guilt. It's a blanket of fear and worry. And you go through life with a blanket over your head. What if, and I don't know, and maybe this will happen, and I'm scared of tomorrow, and this could. And, that. and this blanket of fear just follows you everywhere. You know what this blanket is for some of you? Honestly, this blanket that you carry represents all the things people have said to you all of your life. Ever since you've been a little boy, they said you would never amount to anything. Ever since you've been a little girl, they said you're not smart enough to get ahead. And you've taken all those things people have said and you literally have wrapped them around you. And they've become part of the identity that you've chosen to live into. For others of you, not necessarily your guilt, not even really fear. The blanket you came in here tonight, this Christmas Eve 2019 with, is all those things they did to you. All the things she said to you. All the things they did to hurt you. All the things they did to betray you. It represents all the hurts in your life. And you think, if I let that go, they'll get away with it. You carry a blanket of your grudges tonight. For some of you, and this may surprise you, at some point in your journey, you realized I got to drop that blanket, but what you did was you replaced it with a different blanket. And you picked up the blanket of religion, hoping somehow that would bring peace to your life, only to find out it didn't produce as advertised. You see, maybe the reason you're here, Christmas Eve 2019, is because the message and invitation for you this Christmas is to fear not and to exchange your blanket of anxiety, guilt, grudges, or fear for a peace that only God can offer. Everybody look here. If only it was that easy. Can we be real tonight? If only it was that easy. You see, if you watch the movie, you realize Linus wasn't quite done. He said, for to you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, Christ the Lord. This shall be a sign to you. You'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, say the word with me out loud, on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Some of you are sitting here and you're like, wow, Dan, I'd love to drop my blanket and have a little bit of that peace if it was only that easy. If only I could experience that tonight. But we all know something in the room. It's not that easy. We all know that. And some of you know something because here's the deal. Some of you are five steps ahead of me tonight. Because you know why you're five steps ahead of me? Because you are a Charlie Brown Christmas expert. And you're just waiting to say, yeah, but Dan, great, cute example. Linus dropped his blanket. But here's what you know. You're dying to tell me this. But Dan, if you watch the movie, Linus picked his blanket back up. 
just like many of us do. Many of us have spent Christmas after Christmas, we drop our blanket only to pick it up when the season's over. And that's where Linus helps us. You got to watch the movie. You didn't realize Linus was such a teacher. Because if you watch the movie, Linus does something interesting. He picks his blanket back up and I don't want you ever to watch the movie the same again. I don't want you to ever watch the movie the same again. He picks his blanket back up. And what does he do? He walks with Charlie Brown and the gang out into the cold. What's out in the cold? You remember what's out in the cold? That tree. That tree they dismissed. That tree they discarded. That tree that was ugly. That tree that was overlooked. They went out to that tree. And Linus, around that tree, wrapped his blanket. What happened the moment he did? All of a sudden, the tree that was discarded and dismissed became the center of attention. The tree that was useless became brilliant and beautiful. Everybody look here. You've got to hear what I'm going to say tonight. What a beautiful picture of Christmas. What a beautiful picture of Christmas. Because here's the deal. That baby we celebrate in the manger, which is great. And we sing songs about Jesus born in Bethlehem. If you keep reading his story, he grew up, became a man. And at age 33, that baby who was in a manger became a man who was on a tree. A Roman tree. You maybe have heard it called a cross. And for a lot of us in the room, that cross or that Roman tree has become something out in the cold of our experience. Out in the distance of our adventure. It's dismissed. It's discarded. It's something that's become a religious symbol. It hangs on our wall. It hangs around our neck. But we look at that tree and we're like, how in the world can that be something that helps me? We know the what? Jesus died on it. We know the where? Somewhere in the Middle East. We know the when? Almost 2,000 years ago. Everybody listen. But it's not until we look at that tree and see the who that all of a sudden that tree will begin to come to life. Can I wreck some of y'all's Christmas? The angels, the angels never said peace on earth, goodwill towards men. That's not what they said. The angels instead said this. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Which earth? Which earth? The earth where peace is hard to find. On earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. I'm going to ask the band to come out. I'm going to sing some more. But can I talk to you guys for a second? Can I just talk to you for a few minutes? The fact of the matter is that tree called the cross will be nothing more than a dismissed, discarded religious symbol until we bring the blanket that we carried in here tonight and we lay it at that tree. The moment we do, that tree goes from being something that's useless, discarded, and even powerless becoming something that has the power to bring peace to our life. I'm talking to some of you tonight, I'm pretty sure of it. For some of you in the room, you will never ever find peace from the guilt that you drag around with you until you bring all the things that you're guilty of and you lay it at the cross where Jesus died 
for everything that you're guilty of. For some of you, you'll never find peace from that identity you carry around. I'm a loser. I'll never amount to anything until you bring that and you wrap it around that tree and you walk away with the identity that God speaks into your life. For some of you, your entire life is like walking around with a big wet blanket grudges, resentment, bitterness. There's no peace. You'll never experience peace until you take that blanket you brought in here and you wrap it around that cross. Then you begin to experience a forgiveness that you then have the freedom to extend to people you never thought possible to extend it to. You're not here by mistake tonight. God has something to say to you tonight, this Christmas Eve, 2019. And He wants you to hear this. That on that holy night that we come to celebrate, on that holy night, peace came. Not in a book, not in a philosophy, not in a list of principles. But that holy night, that holy night, peace came. And it came in a person. In his name, it's Jesus. On that holy night, the angels sang. The stars danced, creation celebrated. Majesty had come in the most humble of fashions. If you read the story, the whisper of God promise was fulfilled that night when he said a couple hundred years earlier thus a child's given a son is born government will be on his shoulders he'll be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father prince of peace I don't know about you when I was a little kid I was afraid of the dark dark can be scary right? In the dark, all of a sudden you hear sounds you don't normally hear otherwise. In the dark, kind of shadows seem bigger. Life seems harder. I don't know where you're at this Christmas Eve, but for some of you, maybe that describes life. Maybe life for you is just dark. Shadows are bigger. The noise is louder. Maybe it's just hard. Maybe it's hard because of chaos, confusion. I don't know. Maybe you got conflict, but right now it's dark. The story of Christmas is this, that into the darkness broke light, the light of peace. Not a principle. Not even something you find in a book. It's found in a person. His name is Jesus. Peace has come. The Prince of Peace is here. His name is Jesus Christ.